I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How you doing? Good morning. You're listening to The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. It's Elmarie Maw at the microphone with you until 10. Connor Tallon's also here ready to go. Bonjour. Steve <laughs> <laughs> tout le monde. <laughs> That's kind of a little bit of a theme actually of the programme today because of course we are at Sach Schachtenagoyagas, Shamach. I suppose it was Schachtenagoyage and then it became kind of a Kaikishnagoyage. Now it's kind of like Minagoyage. Um, but of course, the French Film Festival also takes place during the month of March. So this weekend, every year, we always have a bit of a, a mask on of Angoyage et le Français. <laughs> We're looking forward to that during the course of the program because, Connor, you are talking about. The French Film Festival mm-hmm. and uh, talking to Tracy O'Brien over in the gate and they're delighted to be able to open their doors again and welcome back the masses to the French Film Festival at this time of the year. And of course, I was saying there are two things to look forward to around this time of the year, the French Film Festival and my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> He's dropping hints all the time yeah, and yeah, I have yeah, yeah. nothing ready. No. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Wait, wait. I, I think in fairness though, I could pull the kind of sob cards this year, could I? And, and save loads of excuses of why I haven't been out shopping and all that kind of crack. Get off the hook. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. The West Cork Drama Festival gets underway at the end of this week and booking will be fairly brisk for that. So I'm delighted to be chatting to Anya de Rocha about some of the amazing theatre companies who are travelling to West Cork for one of the country's most prestigious festivals on the circuit. And not only that, it's celebrating its 60th birthday this year. So a big occasion to mark with the gang in Ross Morris. So we'll be delighted to be chatting about that too. Uh, also, Fiona Kennedy has a brand new album called coming on the way with its big launch next weekend. She's coming into studio live later on this morning as well. Really looking forward to that. And of course, we've got plenty of art in the Arts House. We've got the Work of the Week where we're looking at a piece by Seamus Murphy and also just catching up and seeing what's taking place in the Cork Decorative and Fine Arts Society and their special lecture guest this week is Michael Waldron. We have some great uh, listings for you in concerts and things like that that you can catch up with. Lots of special activities happening this week and another festival taking place over in the Cork Opera House. So tons and tons and tons on the show this morning. Do hope you can stay with us from now until 10 and if there's something that's happening in your area you know we always love to hear from you. Is your community organising a play or a fundraising concert? Is there something happening you think we should be telling everyone about, then let us know. Text us WhatsApp as always to 0833 96 96 96. But it is, I suppose, uh, this weekend always we throw in an extra flavour of music from France. So here we go. Sous le ciel de Paris with André Roux.
Beautiful piece. Now, if you can imagine yourself strolling around the streets of Paris, well, how about doing it in style? I'd like to say thank you to Melissa, who just sent in a gorgeous notice, in fact, of a charity event that's taking place today in the Maldron Hotel on the South Mall. And 100% of the proceeds from today are going to Edel House. And it is a day centred around beauty and fashion. So if you'd like to book a hair and makeup with beauty experts and walk-ins on the day, you could purchase pre-loved designer and high street dresses and shoes with the help of personal stylists who will be on hand this afternoon. There have loads of spot prizes, music, tea and coffee and all sorts of things. And they're running it today in the Maldron Hotel in the South Mall from half twelve until six o'clock in the evening. And 100% of everything is going to Edel House. So that sounds like a gorgeous one. And then you'd be ready for your flight to Paris, wouldn't you? Well, now, today, what I want you to do is be thinking more of West Cork in the short term, because the 60th West Cork Drama Festival gets underway this coming Friday. And to find out more about all of the drama companies who are coming to this prestigious festival on the circuit this year, I spoke to Anya de Rochda, who's the PRO. Anya, I'm really, I'm excited to talk to you, particularly because it is the 60th West Cork Drama Festival in Rossmore. And 60 years, it's a massive anniversary, a huge achievement. And for a diamond of a theatre like Rossmore as well, I imagine there's enormous local pride in reaching this major anniversary. It's such a delight and, how would you say, as you said, an achievement to, to, to reach this and to mark it with this celebration of theatre again. I suppose it's been on the go, as you, as you said, over 60 years. There was a few years, obviously, between COVID and foot and mouth and things like that, that it didn't happen. Because 1956 was the, the, the very first festival. There was a lot of drama around before that as well. There was, there was. Actually, I think it was 1948, roughly, was when the hall was built. Wow. I think it was a father, James O'Donovan. Great passion and interest in drama motivated and, mm. and encouraged the whole of West Cork. A lot of local groups from Ardfield and Skibbereen coming to share and participate in drama. Isn't that fantastic? And it just goes to show like it really came from the ground up and to say that it was going on for, you know, practically 10 years when they said, OK, let's formalise this and create a festival. And now it's not just local drama groups taking part. They're travelling from all over the country to Rossmore because, of course, the one act drama circuit and the general drama circuit that goes on right around the country, it's highly competitive. The standard year on year just gets higher and higher and higher. And you always seem to attract, I suppose, because of the track record of Kilmer mean drama group, which would be the biggest local drama group at this stage. But you always seem to attract, you know, the biggest heavy hitters who would be up there championing for this, the medal spots every single year. They want to come to Rossmore, don't they? They do. I suppose we're known as the friendly festival. It's It's got a great reputation that way. And because, as you said, with the local group having achieved so much, we made it a, such a popular festival. And the same with this year now, we've, we've some of the regulars, including Bally Duff coming and Bally Duff would come for many years to, to Rossmore. And again, we're always up there high in standard. I suppose, as you say, the standard has got so high that it's very hard to discern the difference between any confined and open groups really anymore. We're hoping the same with, with this year's festival. We have them as well. A new groups from Claire Morris, the Harvest Moon group. There are other groups from Clontarf in Dublin, as well as our neighbouring group, the Gag and Drama group. And while they're not competing in the festival itself, they are playing with a very popular comedy, Nobody's Talking to Me, on Thursday the 16th. 
actually, so we want to refer people to the website rossmoretheatre.com because that is where people can book the tickets for all the plays. And it is kicking off this coming Friday, the 10th of March, running right the way through St. Patrick's weekend to Saturday, the 18th of March as well. And since you mentioned comedy there, Anya, comedy is quite a strong theme and thread amongst the companies and the groups that are coming. Yes, we're delighted this year to see so many comedies because it's great to, to bring a bit of humour and, and bring some laughter to the theatre. You know, we have a very black comedy, A Skull in Connemara from Martin McDonough, of course, who's up for the Oscar this year as well for the Banshees of Inishirin. So that is being presented by the Holy Cross Ballycahill group from Tipperary. So that's opening the festival on, on Friday the 10th. We have another satirical comedy on the following night on Saturday 11th, Harvest Moon, the new group from Claire Morris presenting that. Following this then on the Sunday, there's an interesting feminist take on what was 12 Angry Men, a sort of very pacey courtroom drama. Wow. And that's being produced by Ballyduff. Again, theatre girls will be very familiar with Ballyduff over the years. Following that then, we've got Brideview Drama Group from Tallow. They're presenting The Father. This is Florian Zeller's play The Father, which has been made into a film as well recently starring Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Coleman. That's right. That's right. Oh, wow. Then we've two nights of the very funny, really entertaining comedy, Kilmeen's Blight Spirit, Noel Coward's play. The competitive night of that is on the Tuesday the 14th. And then there's another night, Wednesday the, the 15th, where the group will present again. And then we've a neighbouring group, Gag and Drama Group, presenting Nobody's Talking to Me. And theatre goers might remember... This play written by Tommy Mannion, he also wrote The Real McCoy and that's been on stage oh, yeah. in Rossmore during summer theatre as well. Hugely popular one, yeah. Very entertaining. Following this on St. Patrick's Night, we have, of course, the very famous John B. Keane classic, The Field. It's being presented by Wayside Players, Blackwater and Wexford. And then closing up the festival, we have the very funny, witty, full of witty one-liners, The Importance of Being Earnest by Oscar Wilde. And that's being presented by Clontarf players from Dublin. There's a real variety there, isn't there? There is a great variety. And, do you know, I, I, I was talking to someone who was even saying about, you know, how the lighting production side of it and the sound side, the standards has gone up immensely on, on, on those aspects of drama from all the groups as well. So it's always interesting to spot those things and to hear you often hear about it from the adjudicator Brendan Murray for this year's festival. Usually at the end of each night he'll give his adjudication and some very interesting observations and points with regard to the technical side of the production as, as much as the acting side. And so it becomes very interesting because then to dawn in you oh, yes, you know, that creeping sound or that creeping feeling or build up with a, a tense situation that that comes through through lighting and sound all contributing to that as much as the actors themselves on stage. We often find as well that, you know, at, at the end of the night, people stay around talking about the education. Yes. <laughs> so club as well afterwards, then for a drink or maybe a cup of tea or coffee, because usually we've there's always complimentary teas and coffees and biscuits during the interval. But it's always nice as well, to, often to have a chat at the end of the night. 
It is. And I was just going to say, even from the audience perspective, sometimes you have people who might come along just for one night only, like if they're checking up their RossmoreTheatre.com, as we were saying, to say, oh, I'd like to see a stage production of The Field or do you know what? I've never seen the importance of being earnest for all I've heard about it down through the years or I'd like to go and see that gang from Ballyduff. At the same time, you have people then who might regularly go and be almost like mini adjudicators themselves in the audience, wouldn't miss night after night and have their own winners and best actor and best actor and best sound and best staging and best set and everything like that all picked out for themselves too. So you you have some people who take fierce interest in the competitive aspect of it and really sometimes I put the adjudicators to the pin of their collars from time to time, I imagine. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. There's always, I suppose, a, a, for the final night when the results are given out, there is always that sort of air of excitement in the oh, audience. Yeah. And again, people guessing and, and, you know, a gasp of surprise maybe sometimes or claps, obviously, lots of claps for, for where merit of it was very evident in the audience. So there is always that extra buzz for the final night. And of course, you have members from all the groups usually returning as well for the, the results on the final night. They're shared online then as well through Twitter or, or Facebook. So for, for those who couldn't make it back. Huge excitement for the festival, but especially this year with it being its 60th one, Anya. You know, immense pride locally, as I was saying at the very beginning, I have absolutely no doubt. But it also brings sort of a certain other level of energy to the whole proceedings. And, you know, there's such work on into that theatre in Rossmore. It's the most fantastic space. Like you said as well, there's always the complimentary teas and coffees and it's such a sociable place to be to enjoy and share theatre and meet people and meet new people and just fall into casual conversations with people about theatre, but particularly for Festival Week every year. It's hugely anticipated. So congratulations to you and to all the committee. I imagine, you know, there might not be that many still from the original committee of 60 years ago knocking around, but their legacy lives on and does so in style. It does. It does. So, you know, it will be a very happy occasion and something to celebrate. And even the local community in terms of the school is presenting some art in the theatre as well. That's done with both grandparents and children in the Kilmeen School. They've a related Facebook site called the Company of Trees ah. so this should add some some extra talking points when people go for a tea or coffee during the break and they see this lovely artwork which again reflects the whole community spirit and that is there with the theatre. Again so many members from the locality helping out whether it's through doing the teas and coffees and helping out with serving food to the, the visiting groups or you know ushering in at the door and so forth, and parking and, and all that. Yeah, they're all the hallmarks of something that comes from the community up and that doesn't happen unless the community all pulls in and uh, and rows together. So huge congratulations to everybody and whether people are coming along for one play or for more than, we just want to remind them again, it's rossmoretheatre.com. Every play each night starts at eight, but the doors will be open at seven and there'll be a folder for everyone, like you said, complimentary teas and coffees and things at the interval. And there's the festival club as well afterwards if people want to have a little bit more of a joke as well. No doubt. Listen, Anya, congratulations yeah. to you all and thanks a million. Thank you very much. And a special thanks as well to all our sponsors and patrons. Thank you. Just lovely to chat to Anya Derosta, PRO there of the West Cork Drama Festival. Now then, how about another flavour of France? Thank you. 
Well, that little taste of France might have given you um, the longing to be booking your holidays and, you know, getting notions of operosity. Well, perhaps that might suit you down to the ground if you're heading to the Everman Theatre from Wednesday night. Um, because starting on Wednesday and running right the way through to the Sunday, the 18th of March, Reggie takes to the stage before he takes over the world. Pat Fitz- Fitzpatrick's Reggie character just grabbed everyone in lockdown. You never knew when you'd be scrolling on one app or another and he'd pop up on the screen because everyone was sharing his videos, his dulcet tones, talking down to you as he bemoaned the peasant behaviour from all sorts of upstarts in Cork with no class and no connections to the RCYC. Poor Cork snobbery at its very hilarious best. Yeah, well, his show in the Everyman last year brought the house down. And now Cork's most beautifully spoken millionaire is on a mission to help Ireland's nouveau riche as he put it himself. <laughs> it's one thing to make a lot of money or inherit it from your aunt in Coachford. It's another thing to know how to spend it, not to mention how to behave around the creme de la creme. You don't want to feel as awkward as a temporary woman in brown thomas. Ouch! Ooh, burn! Well, now then, Reggie will show you how to eat, drink, flirt and behave as if you were a member of Cork's 1%. You're going to get top tips on posh cycling and one lucky audience member will have the chance to win a master's degree from the Black Rock Road Institute of Social and Climbing. Now it's time to to take your place at the top table of Irish society. It's directed by Pat Kiernan. Everyone comes in for a slagging, nothing and nobody's off limits. Oh, no one's safe. No <laughs> one's safe. Yeah. And it's going to be a night of pure court banter. Booking is brisk on the Everyman website, but there are tickets available for every show still. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a funny, funny, funny night. And I know when we were there uh, last year, there were so many people had gone on a work night out and yeah. there was couples nights out and there was friends nights out and he Paraded around the stage in a speedos and <laughs> no shame. And he just brought the house down. So, like we said, booking on the Everman Theatre website. Now, we are playing, like I said, a little bit of wee French music in and out through the programme today uh, because, of course, we'll be chatting a little bit later on about the Cork French Film Festival. Uh, so, do join us for that later on after nine. And after nine as well this morning, Fiona Kennedy is going to be live in studio chatting to us about her brand new album. We might get a live track or two off her as well. And we have loads more in the world of theatre and film. There's so many film clubs actually showing movies this week. So we'll bring you all those uh, between now and nine. We'll take a quick break. News is next. Corks 96 FM and C103. The Arts House. Je 
from French cinema there Saint-Souis and uh, quite an amazing thing actually to know that people like Michel Legrand have been in Cork for the Cork French Film Festival in years past we all would have had a chance to to meet him and uh, and celebrate his success when he would have been invited back I think it's almost that could almost have been about 10 years ago what now when Nora Callanan uh, was the director of the Cork Film Fest- French Film Festival and brought so many amazing composers and directors to Cork celebrating that and I remember that particular year must check now when it was. Anyway, really love that piece and we will be checking in with the Cork French Film Festival as well later in the programme that's why we have a bit of a French flavour but now to a production of another kind and this is very much homegrown. It's time for this week's Work of the Week. This week's work of the week is happy and it's sad or sorrowful. So myself and Michael Waldron, curator at the Crawford Art Gallery, well, we sat down and we paid our respects. Actually, this is a good spot here, isn't it? We're actually paying our respects to Deirdre the Sorrows. We are, kind of seeing, seeing double as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> This week's work of the week is in full stereo. We are, we're seeing her in double. It's an interesting story. When you were writing about it this week, I didn't realise that what we're looking at is the bust or the, the head, the sleeping head of Deirdre of Sorrows by, by Seamus Murphy. But you've something to reveal about what kind of sleep. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, Deirdre of the Sorrows, for anyone who doesn't know who she is, I suppose... Yeah. She's kind of one of the most famous women from Irish mythology. Yeah. So we might think of Queen Maeve and we might think of a handful of others. But Deirdre was a tragic figure in some ways, but also a heroine. Yeah. She's kind of like a Helen of Troy, some people have said, because she was a woman who was fought over by, by men, men of power. Seamus Murphy has taken her story, culmination of her story... And, and created an artwork that expresses being at peace and at rest from a, a tumultuous life, but it's through her own decision-making and not other people's. This, this sleep is the eternal one. He, he depicts her after she has thrown herself from a chariot. <laughs> she has struck her head. She's passed over. She's resting yeah, in she's peace. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't have to worry about everyone else bickering and fighting over her and, and chasing after her. <laughs> but it, it's a kind of a strange moment of self-definition and yeah. self-determination. But it's very beautiful. I mean, really beautiful. Yeah. It's a very poignant 
artwork. It's very beautiful and it feels very contemporary, I think, even though it's 90 years old. You're joking. Yeah. So, no. he, so he made it hmm. in 1933. He had just been to Paris on a Gibson bequest scholarship from the Crawford School of Art, yeah, yeah. as it was then. And he had spent time in Paris and he had come into contact, obviously, with all manner of modern art. But I imagine he must have also seen the sculpture of Auguste Rodin and, and others. And, and that was coming back with him in his, in his mind. And so here we have the outcome of his, of his travels, of his learning, but also trying to bring something very specifically Irish to the table. In this case, using Irish mythology yeah, as his yeah, yeah. as his starting point. God, he, he tells a lot of stories here, really. Mm-hmm. And but the beauty of it is what strikes me. She's got an amazing face, you know, amazing structure, strong. And I suppose also the fact that the head is lying down to one side and the hair is perfectly mm-hmm. <laughs> almost placed flowing, you know, down to the shoulders and the other shoulder is, is revealed from the neck down yeah, so there's in kind of a slightly revealing way, I suppose. Yeah, yeah it's quite sensual in, yeah, in that yeah. way. You know, Glad you said that. <laughs> so as she kind of, if we can imagine if we were lying our head to one side, yeah. resting it on one shoulder. On or a even, summer's afternoon. Exactly. Yeah. The, the long side of the neck is exposed and you can see the musculature and, and everything underneath. Yeah. And then she has a, a sort of a, quite a defined jawline and chin with a dimple in it. Yeah. Her lips are slightly parted. She has quite a narrow, slightly upturned nose <laughs> and high cheekbones. And then her eyes are closed. And then, as you say, the hair is sort of flows around to one side as if she's kind of actually scooped it to one side yeah, to, yeah. to rest on it. <laughs> I'm ready for my shot now, Mr. DeMille. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it's quite a... Quite a beautiful pose, quite a striking one. And you're drawn in because you, you wonder what her story is. And I know we've kind of explained some of it. As I said, we're seeing double. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that. <laughs> at the beginning, you were saying, what people can't see right now is we're actually looking at two Deirdres. Mm. And it's because it's behind the scenes, you kind of give away some of the making of some of the yeah. great art that you have here in the Crawford. Well, we often find that people are curious about how something was made. You know, yeah. we, we all kind of look at a, a finished artwork and go, wow, how did they do it? Mm. And in this case, well, we don't show the whole story, but we show a plaster model for mm. the work, full scale, and then the bronze cast. And so one is kind of sort of a, a beige colour and one is a dark brown and it's, it's amazing, even though they're the same form, mm-hmm. the same object for all the world. Oh, the light. Yeah. The way the light and the colour yeah. changes what we, how we see her. And she's more defined in the bronze. <laughs> she's more magnetic. And yet there's something, there's a different mood for both of them. But having them side by side, it tells you a lot about the making and and how 
an artist was ambitious as well, you know, Seamus Murphy started part-time as a student here when he was 14 Whoa. in the art school on, on Emmett Place. And this was 12 years later, he was making work of this calibre and of this ambition. That's extraordinary, extraordinary. Very, very talented altogether. Mm. How many Deirdres do you have here? <laughs> well, I think there, there are, I think, six Deirdres in existence. <laughs> there are two plaster ones, okay. Okay. and we have both plaster ones. Right. And the plaster ones were a gift from Seamus Murphy's family right. to mark his centenary 15 years ago. And then the bronze, there were two bronzes in existence. Oh, no, sorry, four. <laughs> so two plaster, four bronze. And we have one of the bronzes. And that came to us as part of the Great Southern Art Collection 18 years ago or so. So it's, it's, it's quite interesting how works come into the collection. Both were gifts in this case. But we have about half of the ones that are in existence. Okay. Thank you, Deirdre. Deirdre. And Deirdre, 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 and Deirdre. And Theo, Mike. <laughs> and Connor. Okay. <laughs> and Seamus. And Seamus, of course. <laughs> Excellent work. Thanks a lot. Thanks a million, Connor. I've seen photographs of that particular work, but I've never seen it in person. Mm. So I am definitely going to make it my business to get into the Crawford this weekend and see that. Now then, in fact... Emery, Deirdre, Deirdre, Emery. In fact, today at the Crawford sees the March edition of Music at Midday, these beautiful concerts that they hold in the gallery's long room. No booking is required and the concert, well, naturally, if it's Music at Midday, takes place today at 12 and today's concert features performers from Guitar Plus you're going to have about 10 guitarists playing together directed by Jerry Creedon Guitar Plus is a professional level performing guitar ensemble based at the Cork School of Music they specialise in exciting and colourful works composed and arranged for multiple guitars so they're going to have an amazing selection of music for you today so of course that's 12 o'clock in the long room of the Gallery of the Crawford you can just wander in no booking is required and take in the work of the week perhaps as well while you're there too yeah now you wouldn't have to go far from there to go over to the opera house it's just a hop skip and a jump and this week well the opera house welcomes mario rosenstock from wednesday right through to saturday with his gift grub show now there are a handful of tickets (coughs) around the auditorium from thursday to saturday but they're nearly gone so wednesday was added as an extra date and there's better availability for that day so downstairs is nearly gone but there's a good number of seats upstairs still up for grabs excellent Uh, and another great uh, week of belly laughs in the Cork Opera House. Now, uh, to something completely different. It's the fact that many people don't have their autism identified until they're adults, and it's not unusual, actually, for parents who are exploring their child's development to, in fact, go on to have their own autism also identified. And our understanding of what autism actually is and about the whole range and talents of neurodiversity is expanding every single year. And it's something around which the Cork Opera House has built a very important and innovative festival next Saturday called Neurofestivity. 
creativity. It's a celebration and exploration of work by neurodivergent artists. It's a day-long festival for its inaugural event and artists will be presenting established work and work that's in progress, encouraging dialogue about what neurodiverse work is and exploring the whole range of nuances of being a neurodivergent artist. It's curated by the Cork Opera House and UCC's joint theatre artist-in-residence Jodie O'Neill, who's such an incredible writer. I think I first interviewed her when she wasn't all that necessarily long out of college, in fact. Um, when she came and we were we were chatting about her play They Never Froze Walt Disney and since then she's worked with so many theatre companies from the Abbey to Rough Magic and Fishamble and more and she spent three years as a scriptwriter on Fair City. She continues to write for companies like Cartoon Saloon and since her own diagnosis uh, with autism as an adult she's done brilliant work such as the highly acclaimed What I Don't Know About Autism which had a huge response here in Cork. So all events in the Neuro Festivity Programme next Saturday are free and they will take place in the Connolly building of UCC. And you'll get all the map for that on the UCC website. One of the sessions sounds amazing, actually. It's on at four o'clock next Saturday afternoon and it's readings of new work where writers and performers um, like Jodie O'Neill and Stephanie Preisner and Kel Menton and Ian Lynham will present just 10-minute readings of new work followed by a Q&A session with them. That's totally free, but it is ticketed. And then there's a brilliant panel discussion at half past six where they're welcoming Fiona Ferris, who's the deputy CEO of As I Am, in conversation with various neurodivergent artists as well. And the closing event for the whole day, and the only one for which tickets have a cost, is the play Daughter of a God in the Granary Theatre, which is directed by Donal Gallagher of Asylum Productions. A great cast, Claire Loy, Megan Halley, Michaela Murphy and Eleanor Walsh. Tickets for that are on sale through Eventbrite, but there's a link to that also on the Opera House website and I know I've given you a load of information there about an entire one day festival in one go so the best thing to do is check out the Cork Opera House website for all the details on a really thrilling, exciting and important innovation uh, Neuro Festivity is what it's called one day only, next Saturday The Arts House on It's only a paper moon Sailing over a cardboard sea But it wouldn't be make-believe If you believed in me Say it's only a canvas sky Hanging over a muslin tree But it wouldn't be make-believe If you believed in me Without your love, it's a honky tonk parade. Without your love, it's a melody played on a penny arcade. It's a Barnum and Bailey world, just as phony as it can be. But it wouldn't be make believe if you. Believed in me Say 
without your love, without your it's a hunky tonk for without your love, it's a melody played on a penny arcade, it's a Barnum and Bailey world, just as phony as it can be, but just love the close harmonies of the Stargazers together. What an amazing group. Uh, so, so brilliant. And uh, you know what? We haven't had them in studio in a long time either. It's kind of all pre-COVID and they brought out that brilliant album, had a fantastic launch in the Everyman and they're such brilliant musicians. We have to get them into studio and find out what is happening with the Stargazers since. Now then, Third Vilor, Kevin Murphy, Erin Cello, the Huel Kurim Serenashke, Savuilin, Balivorna, Egahochta Clogger, and Inisha Hoing, and Dehuladavi Marta, Agasan Shinis Fedele, Commodori, Aran Degrasaka, Ve in Enachtle, Kara, Lahai Cardlan, Gal Hangach, Serenashke, in a throne on the throne on the Dargion, Egadochlog, Ilarlan, Balivorna, Falamoig, Naran Fartahe, Fui Clachtish, Queen and a Heron, Agasgonda, Clachtishid, Shied, Sampli, Dehina Erenacha, Agas Irnashunta, Agus Falamoig Shied Conus Queena Achana Lechela Creech Nofer Ankelura Le Kirkel Kainte Larlan Eg Ostail Shkeli Agus Aurani Dick Beamish Ilarlan Ve Croma Eran Dairdin Eran Fehetriela Devi Marta So be a Faramachdashin Thronokhaid Speshiltasha Oskel Tidachach Agus Niga Arhint Eyanov Lehaig Tida Olish Er Hachtan Gaelge Egunde Karkoi Turkort Er Kork Coco Punk I.e. Agus anish uh, anachter tíji cahar beig clár áling áun fwy Dennis Cahill litr o dhachara clár fashionéisa parsanta fwy vásar na gitar as Chicago Dennis Cahill dain fwy trácht ar goed ibra le Martin Hayes agus an rôl a viega leis an sár grúp a ceol the gloaming dain hig a van keile agus a chárda ceol Corsius erin var desh velach er if sar hishkin to get erin gyol agus erin steel chunlachan amlan nua a hukshe kunkin sakyol tradishunta. So, uh, imask nadina vege glockapart anacht na Mary Joyce, Irla Linard, Liz Carroll, Quivino Ralig, John Doyle, Agsgadine, Acharyelish, uh, Martin Hayes. So, shot on vertical, Nikila.
Well, I bet they two of them have your toes tapping for sure. And you know, from now on, we're going to have so much, I suppose, more of a concentration of Irish music and uh, celebration of Irish culture all across our media and airwaves. Uh, and if you would like an absolutely brilliant night out tonight, can I tell you that tonight at seven o'clock in the Nano Nagel Theatre in Ballyfihan, which is behind Ballyfihan Church, Cultus Nadugleshe are celebrating their 25 years with a gala concert presenting the best of traditional Irish music, singing, dancing and storytelling. Tickets are only €10. Euro. You can get them on Eventbrite if you go on uh, ahead of time. But you can also get them at the door this evening and children are half price. And the headliners of tonight's concert are going to be their under-20s prize-winning group who are going to be guests in New York for St. Patrick's Day. So they're flying over for all the festivities in New York. They're going to take part in the St. Patrick's Day Parade and they've been invited to do a number of high-profile performances. So delighted for uh, Cultus Nadouglisha, Cultus Kyoltori in Aaron, of course, doing amazing work right around. So that concert is tonight at 7 o'clock in the Nano Nagel Theatre in Ballyfihan behind the church. And we wish them all the very best of luck. Cork's 96 FM and C103. The Art Sound with Griffin's Potatoes. Planted, picked and produced in Cork. Griffin's Potatoes, the great taste of home. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.